At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. And this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. Matt Corral could possibly play himself into the starting job. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? All right, all right, all right. This is Up On Game. It's TJ Hutchmanzada. It's Plexico Burst. I'm LeVar Arrington. Yes, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. That's right, TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is our first show post-Super Bowl. Can't wait to talk about takeaways from the game. I have some interesting thoughts that I know are sure to get my guys uh, up and going at this time. And we'll talk about, well, you know, the results of that in another segment. Cal Shanahan's name comes to mind. Uh, yeah, former 49er Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, well, you know, he's got some stuff going on. And the Chiefs parade, unfortunately, had a sad situation take place. We'll talk about that. We'll touch on that as well. So we got a lot to get to, everybody. Lock in, buckle in. 
appreciate everybody who's uh, joining us right now. If you want to check us out on the Twitter, well, now known as X, you can get me at LeVar Arrington, at Hoosh84, at Plexico Burris, and at Fox Sports Radio. You can listen live on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio. And you can search up on game wherever it is you get your podcast from if you want to check out the show and if you want to listen to it again or listen to some extended content that we put up there as well. Guys. You know, you know what the drill is before we get going. Got to ask you, how you doing, man? How y'all feeling? How you doing? Feeling good. You know, we, we don't have the clear skies. This weather out here been a little crazy. Uh, uh, but, uh, it's a little dreary today. It's, it's a little, little dreary, but feel good, man. Hey, hey, uh, before you go, Plex, I got I got to ask. You know, I posted my Apollo Creed shorts yesterday on, right. on, on, on the IG. Now, I know you've been giving us heat on not paying up our bet, but did you see the feet that I had on? Those are the ones I got you. How do you feel about them feet, TJ, Mr. Hoochmanzada? Oh, man. I mean, the, the kicks was fly. I'm going to give you that. They, they fly. <laughs> they going to even fly when they on my feet. <laughs> I got them. The box has landed. I have them. They are here. Uh, so you I just, what? you know, t- Plex ain't want to step up and get you the off-whites. Uh, so I, I had to go ahead and find some. some I, I'm going to do this before the, the <laughs> <laughs> Before the show ends today, hey, I am going to send that package to my guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, and before we get going, I'm sorry, Plex. I want to say congrats to uh, Plexico and his family, his Indeed. son committing Indeed. to Notre Dame, man. Let's get a round congrats, of applause on that one. Let's, bro. Let's get a round of applause for Elijah Burris going to Notre Dame. He, that yeah. man is going to be a fighting Irishman. Did you ever think yes, when you were growing up in Virginia Beach that your baby boy was going to grow up to be a man that goes and man. plays for the fighting iron, be a champion today? Man, man, you know what, man? It's, it's, it's humbling to, to, to say anything. Um, nobody pushed him, and he made his own decision. He was like, Dad, this is where I want to go. And, you know, walking away from Texas and Georgia and um, Alabama, Clemson, and, I mean, Penn yeah. State and Michigan yeah. State, and everybody's calling, and it's just, Dad, this is what I want to do. And I was like, man – I'm going to be honest with you. At one time, as we were kids, as football players, everybody wanted to go to Notre Dame at one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I the Rocket Ishmael. Ishmael era. Come on, Tony man. Rice and Tony Rice. And Ricky Waters. Uh, Jerome Bettis. Come on now. Ray Zeller. Shouts out to Ray Z. I know. I know. A shout out to Jerome, man. Jerome Bettis Jr., um, he's going to Notre Dame. They have uh, Ryan Clark, uh, his son, and Ike Taylor. So Coach Freeman wow. is up there building a you know, hey, different pedigree of athletes. You know, Penn yeah. going to have to spank y'all, though, man. You know what I mean? We're going to have to spank them boys. You know what I mean? That's yeah, man, it's all good. But only thing good about Notre Dame is it's green. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. They uh, are green. I get to wear some green. But, yeah, man, he, he's actually in uh, Myrtle Beach right now. He's playing in the All-American um, 7-on-7 tournament down in Myrtle Beach. So, yeah, man, just painting his own canvas. You know what I mean? That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Congratulations to you, E. Uh, Keep doing your thing. Uh, Yes, sir. Fellas, speaking of keeping on and doing your thing, the Super Bowl. I know know y'all watched it. I know y'all checked it out. I know y'all are excited about talking about it. What are some of your takeaways, you know, 
does this make Patrick Mahomes the GOAT? Because for me, I just got to tell you, let me just sprinkle this on y'all before y'all get going with what y'all thinking. It was Spags that won that game. It was uh-huh. Spags' defense that stole the show. And I think that all <laughs> of the saying? Mahomes talk, I know he had some, some great stats. The stat lines would say that his stats did what he was supposed to do. And, and at the end of the game, of course, he delivered. But let's be clear. Both defenses showed up to that game, and both defenses played a hell of a game. They got tired, and it was going to come down to who had uh, the better weapon on or weapons on offense, and it turned out to be Mahomes and the, the Kansas City Chiefs. But I, if there was an MVP award to be given out, it should have been given to the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. My God. That's my take on it. That's my take on it. Y'all can have it. Go ahead. Y'all run with it. Man, I, I really wish like soon after the game ends that we can just go on air and give our opinion because there's so many opinions throughout the week that take place. But I'll say this, that defense for the Chiefs played outstanding. That defense pretty much carried them the entirety of the season. But what I will say is this, I, I, I believe Shanahan blew that game offensively. Mm. And and you can fire Steve Wilkes. Defense played very, very, very well in the Super Bowl, minus mm-hmm. some few calls, but those few calls were critical. Patrick Mahomes throws an interception. You get the ball, I believe, on a 47-yard line. Mm-hmm. You pass, 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 punt. Run the ball. Run the ball. You run the ball, you're probably going to get a field goal. Mm. And, and it's he three double-digit leads in the Super Bowl, and he's lost all three as a coordinator now as a head coach twice. And, and so there comes a point in time it's, oh, there's this narrative that I can't win the big game. Well, we've won big games to get to the big game. But the last I checked, the Super Bowl is the big game. That is the big game. There's important games that lead up to the big game. But there aren't big games. They're important games. The Super Bowl is the big game. And, and so they're, they're, they're human beings. You know, they, they, they feel the pressure in – the, oh, we have to make the right call, the perfect call, the right play. And, and I just felt like Shanahan threw the ball a bit too much, and he got back to the run midway in the fourth quarter. And it but, worked. And it worked. And so it, it, makes, and it makes me say, why didn't you do this at the outset of the third quarter? As soon as the second half starts, he didn't do it. I'll go to a couple calls with Steve Wilkes on the defensive side of the ball. You guys remember Valdez Scatling caught – he catches that hitch. Yep. And then he loses like four or five yards. Yep. Right. It was second and 15. Steve Wilkes goes with a cover zero. I could see that. Everybody's off eight, nine yards, and everybody's hugged up. So you got a secondary back, and you got everybody else hugged up in the line of scrimmage. Clear cover zero. Patrick Mahomes throws it. They get seven, eight yards. Now it's third and seven or eight. Same exact defense, same exact look. They get a first down. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're just giving them. It was second and 15. At there were some bad calls now. There was some bad. Wilkes made some, mm-hmm. some questionable calls. I, and then when yeah, Shanahan, you remember when Shanahan called that timeout? Yep. It was, the yeah. same, it was the same look, and it was cover zero. He covered his mouth up, but you could see it in his eyes. He was pissed. And he you really going to call this cover? You really going to call this cover zero again? Really? Forced me to use a timeout? He called a timeout. They came out out that timeout. They weren't in cover zero anymore. They and so, first down, but they went man. And they went first down. Yes, but it was. But you, defense, hired, you hired DC to do a job. Man. You got to let him do his job. 
But right. yet, you bring them out the booth in the middle of the season because they weren't playing well. I will say this, though. Steve Wilkes, the defense didn't play well the entirety of the playoffs in the run that game. Is, that is you, true. You let, you let Green Bay they gas you. They were good you. during the regular season. Though. Good during the re- – Green Bay gassed you on Top the ground. Top 10 during the regular Detroit season. Detroit gassed you on the ground. But in the Super Bowl, the defense played well. And then the last mistake I felt they made, I don't care what anybody says, um, you can't tell me they knew the uh, overtime rules. You can't tell me they knew them. Nobody in their right mind will say, hey, we want the ball because we're worried about the second overtime. It made what? sense to me. It made LeVar, sense to me. LeVar, every coach you've ever played for has always told us the same thing. Let's worry, no, let's worry about this play. Yeah, let's worry him. about this game. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where, where are you worried about the next play in the next game for? <sighs> what are you worried about the second overtime for? Hey, are you kidding the me? Third, the third one, right? Or no, the, the second, second overtime. Second overtime. What yeah. are you worried about the, the second overtime? Possession. Yeah. How often do we see games going to a second overtime? Are you really serious that you're going to say you were worried about the second overtime? No, you weren't. You guys got confused with the rules, so you took the ball. And if he says that, it's as if he wasn't prepared. Dang. Say it with your chest. I'm just Man. saying, who? You know, LeVar, nobody does that. Oh, I was worried about the second overtime, huh? Dang. Since when are we worried about the second overtime and not the overtime we're about to play? Dang. What you think, Stretch? Man, you know what? Uh, I'm going to dig into it a little deeper, man. And, 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 you know and, what? You and, know what? Into the particulars. Let's do this because you're going to dig into it. Let's take a quick break. And we're going to take this to the other side of the break. And we're going to keep this conversation going because you know what? You brought up Kyle Shanahan making mistakes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let's, let's touch on that. You know, Steve Wilkes, was he scapegoated? Is Kyle Shanahan to blame? Let's, let's, get, let's get to the other side of this break because I want you to have some time to really unload what you're feeling. Stretch Armstrong. That's TJ Hutchmanzada that just gave you some funk. Now my man Plexico going to give it to you on the other side of the break. I'm LeVar Arrington. This is Up On Gate. We're going to take a quick stop, but when we get back, we're going to finish this conversation up, all right? And we'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo. 
two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip-syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotero Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi! Hi! What's up, y'all? Welcome back into the show. It's up on game. We're live from the Tyrac.com studio. That's right. It's Plexico Burris. It's TJ Hushmanzada. I'm LeVar Arrington. We're off to a fast start. As you heard, TJ was pretty passionate about some of the things that happened during the course of the Super Bowl. And and Plex, you had some you had some thoughts as well. Let let's just let's just let me reframe this. Uh Cal Shanahan uh, was mentioned during the first segment by T.J. Hushmanzada. Um, he made some questionable calls. He got a little pass heavy, and he has a bad record in the Super Bowl as a coordinator and as a head coach. Uh, Steve Wilkes, he gets fired, who is obviously the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. But it sounds as though maybe some of this blame should be leaning and falling on the head guy. You go ahead and take it. What you got, Plex? No, I'm going to dig into a little bit deeper, man. Okay. Um, everybody knows what happened to Steve Wilkes, and I think he did a, a, a phenomenal job coaching his defense during this game. But, you know what, I'm going to stick the pin in Nick Bosa. Oh. Because I can't believe. He didn't play CBR technique on, on one of the biggest plays nope. of the game. Twice. On some of the comments yeah. that he had after this football game saying that the zone read got us a couple times, and he also said we could have been more prepared. Mm. We have to know in crucial situations who's going to have the ball, and obviously it's him. The last time I checked, when the call comes in as a player, you execute that play to the best of your ability. What do you mean the zone read got you a couple of times? Your, re- your job is to read the keys CBR. and find the football. CBR, you are a cutback boot 
reverse player, y'all. If you play defense out there and you don't know what CBR is, you need to learn it. And if I'm speaking on the line, it's exactly. CBR. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm speaking from the offensive player side of the football to your language. Yeah. The last time I checked is you read your keys and you find the football. That's right. Don't, after the football game said we could have been more prepared. What? We're talking about physical football at the line of scrimmage, seeing the ball, chase ball, follow ball, whatever y'all are doing defensive side. See ball, get put ball. That on Steel Wilk. Don't put that on Steve Wilkes. See ball, get ball. You can't do that. And from an all-pro defensive end, you are arguably the best player at your position. For you to take that stance on your defensive coordinator, mm. it doesn't matter if it was after the game or the day, day after the game. Man, I just lost respect for you. Mm. Mm. As a player in this business and in this league, you are all pro professional football player. And you're gonna put that on a defensive uh, on a defensive coordinator, mm. saying that you you are unprepared. Mm. Come on, Nick Bosa. Come on, Nick Bosa. Listen, I I've been on the stage. I understand it, but that right there is that unacceptable. It. That ain't it. And you got that man fired. Dang. By those comments after that football game, obviously, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan and and Steve Wilkes. Kyle Shanahan threw him under the bus after the Minnesota game with that zero coverage. That, uh, uh, it was supposed to be an uh, uh, interception, uh, and Jordan Addison took the ball and ran for a touchdown. Yes. He got Vikings. on the podium and threw him under the bus after, then, uh, uh, after that game. But then he says, you know what? Um, and when he fired him, he said, it just wasn't the right fit. Mm. And I said when he uh, trumped his defensive coordinator on that zero coverage call, I said to myself, I said, if the San Francisco 49ers lose this game, Steve Wilson is going to get fired. Because you know what? He doesn't trust them. Is it possible he was going to get fired regardless whether they won or lost? No. It kind of sounds like from what TJ said. No. If there was an irritation on how he was calling games and the coverages he was doing. Like once an offensive-minded coach starts feeling as though – their defense coach is Listen not to doing what, what I'm they need the, to do. The problem Something is he was right. brought in to run a defense that wasn't his defense. He had to exactly. learn a defense. That's not his defense. That isn't okay. his defense. That's the biggest problem. Okay. You hire a defensive coordinator and say, hey, learn that, how we call, that sounds how we run our defense. To me, yeah, that sounds ass back. That's the problem. Okay. Right. Okay. If, if, if it was a Dick LeBeau or a, a, a Rex Ryan, a Dom Capers, there's no way that a Kyle Shanahan would trump his defensive coordinator and not trust him and to call the time out in that situation. Listen, y'all know this. In situational football, the coaches have studied. They've done their homework. They know exactly what these teams are going to do. First and ten. They're supposed to. Second and six. Third and three to five. Third and eight to ten. Third and long. Yep. So he has a bead on what they want to do. And now – you are going to call a timeout in the Super Bowl in that situation. And then they come out of man coverage, single high coverage, man to man. And they still get the first down. So how does that make you feel if you're the defensive coordinator moving forward with making calls? Is Kyle Shanahan to blame? I mean, let's be clear. You had the more talented team. Absolutely. On paper, on paper this is a team 
that should have been able to do more on offense than what they were were doing during the course of that game. I, I, I mean, yes, I give a ton of credit to Spags on taking advantage what? of what I told it is you that about they're putting. But but here's what I will also say to that to TJ's point. There's still there's only so much a defensive coordinator can do schematically if you just say you know what I got CMC I'm I'm you got to stop him I got Debo Samuel's you got to stop him I got Brandon Ayuk you got to stop him I got Ray Ray McLeod coming in on slots where he can give you problems y'all got to stop him all we got, pros your we name. got Kittle. We got to stop them. Now, granted, All Kittle pro. went out. Kittle went out. Greenlaw went out. Like, there was some interesting S that happened during the course of that game that made me feel a certain type of way. But let's be clear here. The 49ers had the more talented team, and they did. If you ask me, even though they were throwing, I still think that they there was a arrogance about it in the way that they went about their game plan because they should even when they were throwing the ball the underneath routes were there they were there the intermediate routes to to uh what what's the fullback the h-back's name Jusek. Uh, yeah Jusek. Jusek. he was there Laval. he was there the crossing three routes 12, three they were there down. three for 12 on third down they those pass plays had guys there they were not going to the it's almost like he was like Purdy was locked into something or he got hit. He did get hit what hard early. What did I tell you? I said, I'm going to take Spags in a one-game situation. He's going to take away his first read, and he is going to make him throw the football and diagnose coverages. That's exactly what he's going to do. When is the last time you have seen a team play bump and run man-to-man on the San Francisco 49ers and slow down his offense? I mean, I don't know. That that'd be a very, very hard happened. thing to do. Yeah, it'd be a, a very hard thing to do. All right, so wrapping it up, and we're gonna get to ILO in a second. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, Jimmy G um, <laughs> on the other oh, side of the break. I, I got I got theories. Um, <laughs> what what's the conclusion? Is it like okay? Andy Reid is the man because we we kind of got off on San Fran, but the the Chiefs won this game. Is, is Patrick only, Mahomes the goat? Is he is he on pace? Goat, is yet. he on pace to be the goat? I said if he wanted to be in the goat conversation, he had to win back to back, which the Patriots did twenty years ago. And I'll say this: the only way, the only way up for the Forty ers right now is to win the Super Bowl because even in Kansas City, Kansas City, no. The 49ers. You still talking about the Niners? They lost. No, I'm t- they are the favorite to win it, the Super Bowl next season. <laughs> They've been favorite. They were favorite in every single game this year. Every single game. So, if so, you're a defensive coordinator right now, and you are interviewing for the San Francisco 49er job, it's going to be the it's going to be the most highly scrutinized position. For, uh, for for a coordinator in all of football because this there's place nowhere Kyle to go but up. Does this place Kyle Shanahan on the hot seat for Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Huh. You got four first-team four, uh, four first all pros on offense, 
and you can't figure out how to. And, win and, a and guess game. what? You get another one back in Hufunga next season. You're gonna get another one back in Hufunga next season. Who hey, was an hey, all man, pro hey, in shout 22. Out Lyman, shout out, man. shout out to Greenlaw, man. Um, you know that was what? crazy, man. It, it turned I feel my bad stomach. It turned my stomach to yeah, see him sucks. go down in that fashion. You know, running on a football field, man, and I couldn't imagine like the hurt of him. You know, going through that, and then you lose. And, and then and you lose, lose the game. And he would have been a difference maker. Their defense absolutely. was already playing well. Did he would have been 46? a difference maker. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the guy's name. Before he's a special teams player. Yeah. And then they he they insert him in the football game. And he has no idea what's going on. And you can Super see Bowl. Fred Warner communicating to the young man during the play during the cadence, telling him exactly what to do. And what the Kansas City do? They start running the football right at the young man. And it was a bad situation, but Greenlaw, man, listen, send out my prayers and everything to you. But when I saw that, I was like, wow, unbelievable. Conclusion, TJ. Shanahan better get it done with this roster being at the top of the National Football League the last handful of years, and they've continued to come up short. They have to figure out a way to get over the hump. Kansas City will never be that bad offensively again. Uh, let's this hope Joe Burrow can stay vulnerable hey, year. Let's hope Joe better. Burrow can stay healthy. Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy. If that's yeah. the case, uh, C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans will be better. Kansas City's going to get better. Man, I, I just don't like this time of the year because it's just <laughs> so long until the next Kansas season City's starts, man. Better. Uh, but yeah, the, the, everybody's gonna be better. The Chiefs aren't gonna be this bad on offense again. This is the best chance to get them. I agree with that. I agree. The, the, the only wide receiver that will be left in that room, <laughs> Rashi Rice, will be Rashi Rice. Yeah. Because if you can get a a, a, a Calvin Ridley, Ooh. or a T Higgins, Ooh. or a Gabe Davis, Ooh. or a Mike Evans. Ooh. All these guys that were I don't armor, know about Mike uh, that are armor shooting free agents might be too late. For Man, you got to open up your checkbook, and it's, it's a lot easier to do to open up that checkbook to get this man a one number one wide receiver after you win a Super Bowl. Because mm, you got your running back, my man Pistachio yes, Pacheco. You came got out your that. quarterback, yeah, and you got your QB, man. All right, well, you know, that's 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 that. Um, Cal Shanahan, you on the clock, baby. You better uh, make some plays and do what you need to do next season because otherwise, I mean, it might be kicking rocks for your ass. Uh, all right, let's get an uh, update, and, and congratulations to you, Andy Reid. You are a player's coach, and you have um, done it again. You, you, are, you are now putting yourself in the conversation of goats of coaches, and, and so congratulations to you and the Kansas City Chiefs. Isaac Lowenkron. My man, my main mamma jamma. Let's get us an update right now. What you got, sir? Hello, LaVar. Let's start in basketball, fellas. Basketball Hall of Famer and former longtime Maryland head coach Lefty Drizel passed away today at the age of nine, yeah, 92 years oh, old. Oh, man. Yeah. Legend. Drizel won 786 <sighs> games during my his yep, 40-year head coaching career. He was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Man, in 90, Plex. God. 92, to be exact. He recruited me to play basketball at JMU. I did not. Oh, yeah, wow. he, he, yep. he, one of the, the places camp. he coached yep. was James Your Madison. Your game was weak, Plex. Come on. Let's 
Class of 96 is the greatest class of basketball in NBA history. So what was he like when he recruited you? Oh, man, man, Lefty was Lefty was dope, man. I went to the camp in, in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Uh, it was about, what, two and a half, three hours drive from Virginia Beach, man. And I just enjoyed the weekend. It was the first college campus that I had ever been on in my life. And you really? Was getting, you was getting up. dunked on. Oh, what? You was getting, you was, they was, they was, they was, they weren't being Giselle, dunked man. on. They was, they was dunking on him. Lefty Frizzell was like, Giselle, man, I'm recruiting man. this guy? Like, what? Why oh is Lamar God. coming at you like that? Uh, <laughs> he had no hoop game. He had zero hoop game. <laughs> hey, he was a peck. He was a pick setter and a rebounder. I, I was. Pick I, he, he was. I was. You're right. I was. You're right. I was a rebounder though. I thought I was Dennis Rodman. Okay, go ahead, Ilo. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We digress. No, I'm. I don't think I'm trying to digress at all. I'm trying to stoke this uh, disagreement yeah, between stoke, the, stoke the two it. of you guys. Actually, coach, right now I am looking. Shots I, out to I'm lefty. not making this up, Lavar. I am looking at your ninth grade picture at yeah. North Hills. <laughs> yeah, that was so. when I was tall. So to paint a picture, that was when I was if, tall. If any of the other kids on the team went to the movies with you, they would get in for half price because I was their parent. And, and you are three times as big <laughs> as number their, twenty-one in this picture. The only problem is, is I stopped growing. That was it. Wow. Yeah, I never grew growing. another inch. Uh, your legs, your legs stopped growing. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh. This is you as an eighth hey, grader. Hey, you got little hey. legs too. Hey, Lavar, you were huge, bro. You were. You said you were that big in the eighth grade. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, I was. I was dunking in the sixth grade. I I hit my growth spurt in the sixth grade. Never grew another inch. That's true. Let's hear more from uh, Lefty Drizel, one of the more uh, colorful characters in basketball. Let's listen in on some of his Hall of Fame speech when he was inducted in 2018. This is probably one of the happiest days in my life, in my life, in my wife, whatever. And uh, look. Is there anybody in here 86 years old? Raise your hand, will you? So, so look, if I, if I screw up, wait till you get 86. <laughs> and what other, awesome. what other tidbit on Lefty Drizel? He is the guy who came up with the concept of midnight madness in oh, college wow. basketball. He started that tradition that? in 1971. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, the 14 finalists for the Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2024 were revealed yesterday at NBA All-Star Weekend, headlined by Vince Carter yeah. and Chauncey Billups. Inductees. Yep. Congrats. They'll be announced at the Final Four in April. Finally in golf, Tiger Woods withdrew from the second round of the Genesis Invitational at Riviera on Friday due to illness. Patrick Cantley has a five-shot lead at 13 under par overall going into the final round. And LeVar, why didn't I know you when I was that age? I could have paid you to walk me home after there you school. Go. Back to- I, I would have had, had your back, Ilo. Believe that. Debo like, got hey, your back. Hey, Ilo right here. Ilo coming, y'all. I got this. Ilo's coming. All right. Y'all get out the way. We heading home. All right, there we go. And I lose in the front of door. Of fame, man. There we Basketball. go. Then you know what? You know why I was probably so so tall and looking so good? It's cause I drank some good milk. But imagine if I was having some silk back then. Boy, I tell you. And I ain't talking about the music group. I'm talking about silk. You know, there's so many great things about it. The flavors, the nutrition, the recipes. One thing that doesn't get enough attention is silk has shelf stable options. Do y'all understand that? It don't go bad, y'all. All right. Which means you can stay fresh without refrigerating until opened. Go ahead. Stock up. 
Learn more. Silk products at silk.com. Super quick, we up on the break, but guys, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, he popped hot. You know, he's getting a two-game suspension. Um, is this the end of him? Is this the end in Vegas? Is this the end in the NFL? Um, super quick, what happens next for Jimmy Jimmy G? Man, Jimmy G. <laughs> One, what what was he doing? We, you know, they never released that. We know uh, he was I mean, doing I think something. You, I, you know, he's a good. He shouldn't guy. have been doing. Uh, he's a good looking I, guy. You know, I, I believe because <laughs> he will be. You might have been you crazy. He, he, he will be back in the league. He'll be he'll be a backup. Um, you know how that goes. He'll play. He'll be a backup quarterback for the next three to four years, right off into the sunset. No, it, this won't be the last time we see him in the National Football League. Now, being a starter, yes, he will be a backup moving forward. Wish him the best. Jimmy G made a ton of money off his name. He was solid with the He's Niners. He's still but, making money with that name. That's oh, probably why man. he popped hot. That's so beautiful, man. I talked to AP yesterday. I, I can't reveal everything that you know, uh, we talked about Man, give us the skinny, man. I mean, the Raiders had their hands tied. The guy was making $27 million standing on the sideline. He, I mean, they, they couldn't get rid of his contract. Right. I mean, what were they going to do? Right. Uh, Josh well, McDaniels. John, Josh McDaniels bought him in, you know, <laughs> To be the franchise quarterback, and you know, AP got the job, and you know, he started what Aiden, Aiden O'Connell to back up, and you got a thirty million dollar cornerback sitting on the sitting on the side. Uh, do you think that they could go to Jimmy G and ask him to take a pay cut? He would not. Mm. And the fact that he failed a drug test and got suspended, he's exempt from getting his money as a as a quarterback. Mm. So when that happens, what do you do? You cut him immediately. Mm. And now you get $27 million back on the books. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. I, I, I know Jimmy G ain't struggling. I know Jimmy he G ain't got struggling. It, I know Jimmy G got it going on. And if there is one man that I can look at and I can say, you know what? That young man is going to be okay no matter what it is he's got oh, going on. man. It's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Subway Garoppolo is the guy. Jersey, Express, he can do whatever the hell he wants Come to. on, man. He hey, just won't be a starting Jimmy Garoppolo. He just won't be just a starting quarterback, quarterback for any 32 team. <laughs> in the, in the ah, hey, if that's my only downfall, I had it. I played in the Super Bowl. I missed the, <laughs> I missed the throw, but it was on my defense, the reason why I didn't get a Super Bowl ring. Hey, Jimmy G, do you play? I think I know what it was. I think it had to do with like that diamond, that that throw up the diamond sign, you know, the rock, you know, that be that, 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 that blue boy. Yeah, I think you were just just, just out there getting it in because you're too good looking, and that's what it was. You needed some turbo power added to what you was doing. That's just speculation, but whatever. You gotta it stand is. tall in the face of adversity. <laughs> gotta be strong, baby. <laughs> we gonna take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Now, listen, there was some somber news, obviously, out of all of the excitement of the Super Bowl. There was a shooting at the Chiefs parade, but there was a bright spot that came from it. And lo and behold, you guessed it. Taylor Swift was a part of it. We'll tell you what that is on the other side of the break. All right. This is Up On Game, Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Juan Gabriel, Juanquis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez and I'm Joseph Carrillo and we're the host of Becoming an Icon season two. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ain't nobody dope at me. I'm just so fresh, so clean. All right, listen up. If you want to improve your health routines but don't know where to start, start with Silk. Did you know that Silk Almond Milk has 50% more calcium than dairy milk? Well, it's a good source of vitamins A, D, and E. Learn more about Silk products at Silk.com. Shortly after the show... Our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search up on game wherever you get your podcast and be sure to also follow rate and review the podcast. Again, just search up on game wherever you get your podcast and you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. Welcome back. And this is up on game live from the tyrac.com studios. It's Pantene Man, also known as TJ Hushmanzada, and my man Plexico Burris, also known as Stretch Armstrong. All right, a lot of excitement coming in, but let's let's I'm a, I'm a somber it up a little bit. There was a sad happening that that uh, unfortunate event that took place um, for the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration of um, what parade that took place. A shooting took place. There, there were. I, I believe it was the count was twenty and one um, perished 
But in the in the midst of all of those things, there's been a lot of debates about Taylor Swift and what Taylor Swift meant to the Super Bowl and should she get a Super Bowl ring was one of the debates out there. But, fellas, she gave $100,000 to a GoFundMe um, associated with the, the victims and what took place with the shooting. I got to say – whether you like her or not, which I mean, I'm a I'm a Swifty fan, you know, I, you know, for 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 various reasons, but um, obviously this is such a kind gesture, you know. People can say, well, it was only a hundred grand. She makes a lot of money, da da da, this and that. It's Let me tell crazy. you something. She, it's she, still she, our money. She extended herself. She she has endeared herself to the to the Kansas City Chiefs community, and wow, what a way to solidify. Uh, a bad a bad moment but turn it into a moment of hope and, and goodwill how how you guys how did you guys take hearing about the the hundred thousand uh donation you applaud her I, I don't care how much anyone donates that's her money and she felt out the kindness of her heart to give to someone that was in a tragic situation i applaud her for that and i actually think she should get a super Bowl. i know I know people that have played for the Chiefs that have been retired longer than I've been retired, mm-hmm. and they get Super Bowl rings. The Chiefs look after they. I don't know what the Kansas City Chiefs is out there doing, but their uh, former like players, barbecue. they look after them dudes. That's one thing that the things that I've heard about the Kansas City Chiefs as of late, they Absolutely. do they do one hell of a job. Uh. Looking after their former players. I applaud them for that because um, I've been hearing a lot of good things about the, what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing for former players. So I applaud them. So, yeah, go ahead and get Taylor Swift a Super Bowl ring. She was a big reason, you know. It seemed like Taylor <laughs> Swift was in the uh, – when she was in the suite, the Chiefs was playing and playing well. But Absolutely. joking aside, condolences to the young lady that lost her life in a senseless tragedy and a senseless shooting. And, and for Taylor Swift to uh, – Donate anything. It's a great thing. But, man, we got to stop doing this stupid stuff, man. It's uncalled for. Stupid, stupid stuff. People lose their lives. Young children that want to go cheer their team off for winning a Super Bowl will be scarred for life because you get a few idiots that want to do dumb things. And now the idiots that did those dumb things, your life is over too. Now your life. So it's just so unfortunate, man. But Taylor Swift, great job. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they're talking about a hundred thousand dollars is not enough money. I mean, I mean, okay, it doesn't matter how much money you're making, but she she had a great gesture by donating, you know, to the GoFundMe and to the cause, and and just for this the the uh, the city of Kansas City, you know, uh, you know, we as players. You know, we all want to reach the pinnacle of the sport because we know what comes after. Not it's it's not the ring, and you know, it's it's the journey of of getting to the getting the horse and the trophy and getting to the pinnacle of sport. And you know that your reward is having a is is having a parade, and it's almost a million people there. And trust me, all of those million. Fans that were there at the parade, they wished that they could have attended the Super Bowl. But obviously they, they couldn't because of the, the prices out of the – it's, it's astronomical. They can't afford to go, so they come to celebrate their team. And, you know, moving forward, 
those kids, it's a, it's a family event. And those kids, they want to go see their superstar. They want to go see Kelsey. They want to go see Mahomes. They want to go see their World Championship football team. And it doesn't matter where you are. Next year, if it's basketball, football, hockey, or whatever the case may be, where, where the next parade happens, wherever it happens, like that kid may wake up in the morning and be like, I don't want to go to, to the parade mm. because of what happened last year in Kansas City. And that's the emotional damage that it has done to adults and the youth. Hour two next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 